Hi all. First of all, sorry for being absent these last couple of days. Honestly, um, I'm just terrible. I have no excuses. Um, so let's dive right into it. Something I really wanted to talk um, a little bit about or dig into a little bit today was this expression that's um, very often used, but more often than not badly used, which is fake it till you make it. So I want to talk a little bit today about not faking it till you're making it. So I used to use um, this expression, I think, a fair amount. I used to just candidly say it. And I think the reason why I used it a lot is because I did a lot of jumping and a lot of what we call smart cuts in my career, meaning that I ultimately got to where I wanted to be faster. Um, than I think most people by taking them what I would consider the more creative route, um, ultimately the one a little less traveled, the one where less people have sort of paved the way, the one that's got a bit less, um, that's a little less logical, um, it doesn't have a clear path. Um, so if you remember two episodes ago, um, I spoke to you about the book Smart Cuts by Shane Snow. Um, and again, he defines smart cuts as ultimately shortcuts with integrity. Um, so it's not about taking these routes, it's about being clever about what you have at your disposal. And ultimately, it's about thinking laterally. So the other expression that I used to say a lot was um, dress for the job you want, not for the job you have. Um, and it's very similar, I think, to the fake it until you make it. Um, but here's the thing that I've realized, and I think it took me a couple of years and some some sort of, uh, yeah, it took me a couple of years to realize that I wasn't actually faking it. Um, if I were faking it, I would have probably been caught out and I probably wouldn't have been taken seriously um, or I probably wouldn't have been able to get into the rooms in which I wanted to be in the rooms and be part of the discussions that I wanted to be part of. So instead and what's clear to me now with with some distance is that ultimately i had a boatload of confidence in my abilities in my knowledge but also in my capabilities and the other thing was i did a shit ton of preparation um i never came to a meeting or call um, no matter how small or unimportant unprepared i always took a lot of notes and i always asked a lot of questions um and I think I probably did this for at least the first four or five years of my career. Every meeting was prepared for in advance. Every meeting was prepped and fought through. I would think about all of the questions that people might ask me. Um, and I always came with a whole bunch of questions and notes and, and ready to take more notes. So ultimately, I, I really left nothing to chance. Um, and I think things have changed a little, but I probably still come to at least 70% of my meetings overprepared um, and never regretted it. And I still take notes in about 60% of my meetings and calls. I'd like to say it's probably all of my meetings and calls I take notes, but the reality is I'm more on the go today. So I'm more on the phone taking notes is hard, but I, I do tend to have a follow-up uh, or summer email or something. So back to the fake it until you make it. Um, so I think what I want to say here is, Faking it just won't cut it. Um, if you're looking for long lasting success and respect from your peers uh, and people that you want to follow in the footsteps of, um, faking it won't, won't work. Um, faking it also implies you don't actually have what it takes, um, that you're misrepresenting um, yourself and who you are and what you can do. Um, it also, I think, implies that you haven't or not willing to put in the preparation um, that's ultimately needed to, to do the job. So I think instead, um, 
there's something to be said um, about thinking about where you want to be um, and who you want to become and really start working towards that direction. Do all the preparation, practice, talk with people, gain that confidence, ask those questions, take those notes and learn from others. And, and this is also how you start tricking your brain uh, or rather instead of tricking your brain, you're actually training your brain uh, to process um, certain experiences that you're having, these positive experiences that you're going into prepared. Um, and, and what you'll start realizing is people around you will respond, will respond to that level of confidence and competences. Um, and that's what people mistake um, for the faking it till you're making it. So finally, I think if you if you do the prep and you do the work and you come prepared to these meetings, you don't actually have to fake it. Um, you're bringing in obviously a level of confidence and competence that comes with all of that preparation. And what you'll start noticing really is how people respond to that level of confidence and competence that you have. And, and really, truly, that is what people mistake for that faking it till you make it. Um, and I think, again, similarly to the sort of dress for the role that you want, not for the one that you had. I remember as soon as I had my first jobs, um, I used to dress like an adult. Um, and what I mean by that is I came suited and booted, which I know is a very UK expression, but ultimately means that I came dressed in a suit or a, a good dress and heels. Um, and I need that right from day one. And what I realized in the aftermath is by dressing in that way, I was projecting a certain level of confidence, um, ultimately because I felt confident in, in the outfit or the shoes or the way I was portraying myself and what I was wearing, which the effect that it have or what it resulted in is that other people in those managerial or director roles or VP roles saw me coming with this confidence, dressing for the part and not thinking more about it. And this is, again, this is pretty a bad thing in society that we, you know, we, we judge a book by its cover. Um, but I was able to back it up. So I don't think that if I was, I actually think that if I was wearing a pair of sneakers, a hoodie and a pair of jeans, that I wouldn't have been able to portray that level of confidence. And those people might have not approached me in the same way they did, which again, I don't think is a great thing in itself. Um, but it worked for me. And I think what was more important is I was also able to back that up, as I said, with my level of confidence, with my competences, with my capabilities, my skill set. Um, so ultimately what ended up happening is I was hanging out with the people that I, whose jobs I wanted. I was hanging out with people who had a lot um, to teach me and I had a lot to learn from them. Um, and in doing so, I just skipped, um, I just think I skipped a couple of levels and, and ended up hanging out with people um, who were the people who were going to, you know, reference me for the next job or hire me when they moved on to another company. Um, so, yeah, I, I think that's just it's something that I wanted to share today because it really is two expressions that I overly used. Um, but in hindsight, realizing that it's not about faking it um, and it's not just about dressing the part. It really is about the, the amount of work that you're willing to put in it uh, and about backing um, that confidence up with, with all of that preparation. Again, really keen to, to hear your thoughts about if you've ever faked it till you make it or dressed the part for the job that you want, not the one that you have, and what you think about um, those expressions.